Good morning on this second Sunday of Christmas as we continue the celebration of Christ's birth. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. And just a few announcements this morning. We welcome all those who join us for worship today, those who are here at United for our drive-in radio broadcast, as well as those who join us for worship by Facebook Live, by phone-in, or by streaming. Today we celebrate Holy Communion in our worship, and all those who drive into the church parking lot for worship will have prepackaged communion elements brought to their car before the service begins. For those who are worshiping from home, who would like to commune today, you're invited to prepare your own communion elements, bread or cracker, wine or juice. Prepare them now at home before our communion liturgy a little later. Following the Lord's Prayer and words of institution, I will invite worshipers to commune. Please note our United Lutheran Church annual meeting will be held this year on Sunday, January 31st at 10.30 a.m. This will be a drive-in meeting, and I want to make you aware that written reports for the annual report are due in the church office by January 17th. There is more information about the annual meeting, including a letter from our church council in your January newsletter that has just come out. So I invite you to read that. We remember in prayer today the family and loved ones of Herbert Lee. Herbert Lee died on Wednesday at United or at the, at the Pioneer Home here in Prairie Farm. And the funeral service will be this Saturday, January 9th at 1 p.m. at Williamson Funeral Home in Amory with visitation beginning at noon, one hour prior to the service at one o'clock. Internment will be held later that day at Acres Cemetery. On this second Sunday of Christmas, we celebrate the mystery of God coming in human flesh in the baby of Jesus to bring us grace, undeserved mercy and love. Love has come, a light in the darkness. And on this 10th day of Christmas, we remember also the festival of Epiphany coming this week on January 6th, the visit of the wise men to the baby Jesus. In the words of the hymn, as with gladness men of old did the guiding star behold, as with joy they hailed its light, leading onward beaming bright. So, most gracious Lord, may we evermore be led by thee. Let us prepare our hearts for worship now, centering our hearts in God. Friends, welcome to worship as beloved people of God. I invite you to join now in the invocation, confession, and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. 
We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your Spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together in Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in you. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Our psalm of praise today from Psalm 147. Worship the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. God has established peace on your borders and satisfies you with the finest wheat. God sends out a command to the earth, a word that runs very swiftly. God gives snow like wool, scattering frost like ashes. God scatters hail like breadcrumbs. Who can stand against God's cold? The Lord sends forth the word and melts them. The wind blows and the waters flow. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have filled all the earth with the light of your incarnate word. By your grace, empower us to reflect your light in all that we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our scripture readings for today, the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 31. Thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. Among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor together. A great company, they shall return here. With weeping they shall come. With consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they, are, they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain and the wine and the oil, over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. 
I will give the priests their fill of fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. Here is the reading. And our second reading today from Ephesians, the first chapter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure, he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him, you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. Here ends the reading. And our gospel today from John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. This is the Gospel of the Lord. As we gather on this 
second Sunday of Christmas, we hear the good news of the Christmas message from John's Gospel. The Word becomes flesh, as John tells us. The divine becomes human. The eternal enters into time that all flesh, all creation, might be redeemed. Christmas is a celebration of the incarnation of God, the almighty eternal God coming in human flesh, descending, emptying him into this human, time-bound, lowly, infant flesh to redeem our lives, our bodies, and also the bodies of the entire world and all its creatures. The wonders of such salvation, it's too big for words. And that's why as we hear John's gospel, we hear John using these words that are big, light, word, truth. The wonders of salvation. How can we possibly capture this wonder and meaning in our words? I like the way N.T. Wright says it. I think of one of the greatest ballerinas of all time. After one of her great performances, someone had the gall to ask her what the dance meant. Her reply was simple. If I could have said it, she said, I wouldn't have needed to dance it. The word made flesh was, we might say, God's dance. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son. That's how the witness of the book of Hebrews begins. Yes, the word became flesh and danced, dwelt among us physically. God came as this limited little human being named Jesus, who confined himself to living in human flesh and bones, a human body, confined himself to the space we live in, confined himself to the struggles and vulnerabilities that we experience. This incredible claim of Christmas is what transforms our lives. We are flesh-bound, body-bound, I was reminded of that in an article by Norman Bendroth. For me, he said, Christmas meant gathering at Grandpa and Grandma's house, a Swedish smorgasbord, caroling, opening presents. But this year was the first year Dad couldn't be there. It was Christmas 1965. A month and a half earlier, he had been putting up aluminum siding on my uncle's house, when the scaffold collapsed. Suddenly, at the age of 42, my dad was a paraplegic. Instead of spending Christmas leaning on the family room door frame and making wisecracks while everyone opened their presents, he spent it in a striker frame that was rotated every one-half hour so his back could heal. Norman Bendroth went on describing his experience. I was 12 years old, hadn't lived long enough to know the gravity of being paralyzed for the rest of your life. But it pulled on me more fiercely when I walked in Dad's hospital room and saw his tears. It was very awkward 
it was painful. Dad was encouraging us to go to Grandpa and Grandma's, but his eyes begged us to stay. How desperately I wanted someone to stand up in the middle of that family room back at my grandparents' house that Christmas and say, Folks, this is a wonderful season, a blessed time to be together, but this year it is bittersweet because Harold is not with us. It is hard to be happy. It is hard to celebrate when someone we love has just had his legs taken out from under him at such a young age. To pretend that this tragedy didn't happen would be just as wrong as it would be to cancel Christmas because of it. But we are here to celebrate nonetheless because God's yes is greater than tragedy's no. This is what I wish someone had said to me, Norman said, but no one did, so I will say it. During this Christmas season, out of a stable, out of the dry provincial hills of Bethlehem comes a cry. It is the cry of a baby and is the cry of God. Can you hear the cry of this baby? Can you hear the cry of God? The cry of a baby, the cry of God. The remarkable claim of this Christmas gospel in the word that became flesh and dwelt among us is that the incarnate God in Jesus makes all of our flesh infinitely valuable. Our bodies, our broken sinful bodies, infinitely valuable. And so we confess in our creed, we believe in the resurrection of the body to eternal life. Jesus has redeemed us, our bodies, for eternity. We have been made by God, shaped by divine hands from the soil of the earth. It is our very flesh and blood that God has chosen to redeem in Jesus. I appreciate the poetic retranslation of John's Gospel by John Bell and Graham Maul. Before the world began, one word was there. Grounded in God was he, rooted in care. By him all things were made, in him was love displayed. Through him God spoke and said, I am for you. Life found in him its source, death found its end. Light found in him its course, darkness its friend. For neither death nor doubt nor darkness can put out the glow of God, the cry, I am for you. So did the word of grace proclaim in time and space, and with a human face, I am for you. The cry of God in Jesus is yes. Yes, I am for you. I will redeem you. I will restore you. In order to do just that, God came in Jesus, the word made flesh, putting himself in the equivalent of an earthly striker frame willing to sacrifice himself, willing to be crucified on a Roman cross, taking our brokenness and sin and death, and in so doing, proclaiming through these incredible acts of love his eternal faithfulness, that nothing on this earth will ever separate us from the love of God in Christ. 
as Norman Bendroth experienced it looking back on those tragic days when he was 12 years old. It is the cry of God who says, The day is coming when I will restore. I will give back the withered legs carried in a wheelchair. I will fill those deaf ears with music beyond all imagining. I will satisfy those longings, those losses for which you have wept. In the words of the prophet Jeremiah, all flesh will rejoice in the dance. Young and old shall be merry. Their mourning will be turned to joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. My people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. In the incarnation, the word became flesh so that all flesh might be redeemed, that we might become the holy sons and daughters of God that we were created to be. And today, as we receive Holy Communion, this gift of the body and blood of Jesus in the bread and the wine, the true flesh and blood of our Lord, that we might taste and see the word become flesh is for you, for me. Thanks be to God. Amen. We affirm our faith today in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray now for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, for all people according to their need. O God, you enter our darkness with a light darkness cannot overcome. You promise to give us, your people, a gladness instead of sorrow. You promise to turn our mourning and sad grief into joy. We hold on to your promises today as we ponder the wonder of Jesus' birth, including his suffering death and resurrection for us and for our salvation. And we trust you, as the words of the hymn express, that when earthly things are past, you will bring us at last to the heavenly country bright that needs no created light. Christ is its light, its joy, its crown, Christ its sun, which goes not down. There forever we will sing hallelujahs to our King. We praise you for the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And as we enter a new year, 2021, we ask your guidance for each step we take. Shine your light upon our path. Show us the way forward. Guide our congregation here at United Lutheran Church. Especially we pray for our call committee and the call process we pray for discernment of your will, for future pastoral leadership, 
for our congregation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In this new year, we pray that you will bless the nations of our world, bring peace and justice where there is violence and abuse of power. We pray for a safe and peaceful transition of power here in the United States. Inspire all leaders to serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, give us wisdom in our resolutions in this new year and grant us strength during hardships. Console those who are anxious, afraid, or feeling defeated. Grant hope to the despairing, food to the hungry, shelter to the homeless, jobs to the unemployed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come to our aid, O God, as COVID-19 continues to spread. Heal those who are sick. Protect families and friends from being infected. Support health care workers. Give continuing success to the development and distribution of vaccines. We pray for all who suffer in body, mind, or spirit and ask for healing for those from our community. Colleen, Sunghee, Lucille, Terry, Brett, Ruth, Leroy, Larry, Sandy, Perry, Sally, Bud, Gary, Adele, John, and others we name before you. Grant them your healing grace. And we remember all who grieve today the loss of loved ones, especially the family and loved ones of Herbert Lee. Comfort them and bring them hope in this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord Jesus Christ, you went ahead of us into the grave. You defeated the powers of sin, death, and the evil one. We remember those who have died, especially those most dear to us. Inspire us to live our lives in resurrection hope. Of that day, we'll be reunited with those who have gone before us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands now, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And as we receive God's gifts today, we give thanks for all God's gifts in our lives. Thank you for the gifts that you share for the ministry of United Lutheran Church. And may God bless you in your stewardship of all of God's gifts in your life. Let us pray. Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way that all may know your care and prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. When he given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. 
He had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. We pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God, the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. You may commune now. body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. We give you thanks, almighty God. You have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you, in fervent love toward one another, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Lord, look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.